1: From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC universe. Hello, DC and movie fans. Welcome to DC Movie News, also known as How Much Can Adam Gertler and Johnny Loquesto Ogle Grown Men's Bodies Before It Gets Weird. I'm Adam Gertler.
0: I'm Roxy Stryer. And I'm Johnny LaQuasto, And the question is, how many weeks in a row will we have a different intro for the show? None of us know.
1: That was a surprise, too. Each time, keeping Every it week, special.
2: Different. Oh, everybody's on their toes now. Yeah. That's how we like it. Exactly. Yep. We had a
1: lot of Pez. So, uh, welcome back. This is our third episode here where we're kind of just nailing it in every week. Every week. We're kind of getting it down more and more. We're getting new logos. We're getting – now we're popcorn. We're schmoes now. Look, we're here to bring you the DC movie news. That's what's important. Johnny LaQuasta is here. Roxy Stryer is here. I'm here. Speaking uh, of logos. Adam, yes.
0: Brennan underscore MD. N E N underscore MD sent us another amazing logo. Brennan Drapeau. Show. Yeah. Yeah. He's you,
2: the one who sent the Margot Robbie one last yeah, week. So you,
0: you are so talented. Thank you. That's already our Twitter background. It's gonna be our Facebook background. Uh just incredible. So man, yeah good work. We don't deserve it, but thank you.
2: Speaking of that All the fans really came out this week, though. I I really appreciate that design, but I appreciate everybody pitching in, Mm -hmm. tweeting us these questions, which are keeping our shows going until we finally have a movie. Uh, You guys have been awesome on YouTube, on iTunes, on the Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. You're really coming out and showing love, so we appreciate it. It's true. Like
0: Adam, you mentioned it this week. on, On a week where there's not a ton of news that comes out, it's interacting with you
1: that makes the show... The show right so. ex- exactly you know and there there was some news this week and we'll get to that but you know a lot of questions you know some people have said like oh there's no news so this ba- the show is basically like uh, the inquirer of uh, of movie shows and we like well you know yeah
2: I saw uh, you you mean a person <laughs> Well, yeah exactly a person wait the
1: inquirer I well mean... I mean just
2: like the idea that like a
1: lot of what we're doing is, is speculation we're fans we're talking about what we want to see what we could yeah, see but... we don't have the answers we're talking about what we want to see that's the point of, of a show part. like this exactly the
0: inquirer that's a little unfair we're not talking about a woman birthing a boy with a fish head I mean okay, that's okay now
1: I just have to cross off item mm, 7 yeah, yeah okay see,
0: thank you that's 1980s style we're not the inquirer
1: alright <laughs> come on, <laughs> whatever. give us a break yeah, no no don't yeah. give us a break I like we you love guys it. a lot love hate Interaction is great. Um, so let's uh, let's start off with the actual news. Uh, somebody uh, stole a picture mm. off the set of uh, Batman v. Superman and uh, opens the possibility for yet another character that we hadn't heard about. A movie that is supposed to be about Batman and Superman, and it seems like a limitless supply of characters keep on introducing, and that is Kahina the Seer mm-hmm. is rumored to be appearing in Batman v. Superman. This is an ally of Aquaman, and the reason that we believe that to be true is because someone took... This picture. So you might say like, hey, uh, if there's no uh, uh, Kahina in the movie, uh, why would there need to be a Kahina double? And the answer is that there's probably
0: a Kahina in the movie. The question is, though, that could be a simple Photoshop job. Someone could have just put Kahina double.
1: On the, we don't know. It could
0: be that. All right, this As
1: is the Inquirer. They, Sorry. <laughs> or like... You're saying an alien just landed in Ohio? No, I'm just saying,
0: like, I don't know. Someone could just be like, like The Rock did. No, you're week, totally right. It totally could be. You know,
1: um,
2: it could be Photoshop, or they could just be messing with us at this point, just playing little okay, games. Okay, let's assume,
1: let's assume that Kahina is in the film. Right. What do you think about that? Do you think too many characters in the film? Are you happy to see that? We already know that we're going to see Aquaman Jason Momoa in the film, so right. what are your thoughts? Well,
2: we don't know how long she would be in the film for. So right. she, it could just be in passing. How can I judge if I actually want to see her in when it could just be one scene and she needed a double for that one scene? And it would
0: make a little bit of sense because we already are going to see Aquaman. She's one of the main allies of Aquaman. She's killed by Black Manta in the, uh, one of the stories, or the main story, I should say. Spoilers. So I guess that would make sense. If we're going to see Aquaman, maybe seeing her, that will help set up the Aquaman film.
1: I kind of agree with you. If if this is an important character in the Aquaman movie that does maybe have, you know, something really important regarding the plot of the Aquaman film, you want to introduce that character. So when events may or may not happen to that character, there's some emotional weight. We're invested in that character. So it could make sense. And I'm,
2: she's, you go ahead. I'm also just a fan of seeing as many characters as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Seriously. And that's why we love things like Suicide Squad or whatever it is when you have a bunch of people working together.
1: Yeah.
2: But at the same time, if she's a big part of this movie, I'll be a little yeah. confused.
0: I don't think she will be, but uh, I think it's a very intriguing, though, because she's an interesting character. One of her... Her main power, I believe, is kind of like telepathy slash foreshadowing. She can kind of see things in the future. She's a so. seer. Yeah, she's
1: like a soothsayer. Maybe yeah. she'll so tell us what's happening
2: in future movies.
1: She could. She could have the scoop. you look, I, I, I agree. I think if it's well-written and character used properly, you can have a lot of characters in a movie. You don't want to X-Men 3 it, where you just throw a lot of things out there yeah. and, and nothing sticks. I think it makes sense. If they
0: do have her in the movie along with Aquaman, I think it's only going to give us a teaser for something in the future. And- <clears throat>
1: I'm on board with that alright so. sounds cool okay uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn doing some press for the uh, Blu-ray, Blu-ray release this week uh, was asked, uh, his opinions on the WBDC slate, and he had an interesting quote. I thought we'd talk about it. Is it him or the raccoon talking? Uh, you, you never know, know. They are the same. They are one in the Look same at those now. baby blues. That raccoon has made James Gunn a hot property in Hollywood. Uh, this is James Gunn's quote. The truth is, it's a list of titles. And if we're done, if they're done well, they'll be good. The director said, uh, if they aren't, they won't be good. But I think we have a little bit more of an idea what we're getting with Marvel. I mean, we know the actors, we know the characters we've seen the movies with these characters you have some idea of what's going on already we've told a big part of that story with DC eh, they haven't told the story yet What is your reaction, Roxy? You seem chomping at the bit to chime in. A
2: couple things. First of all, he's claiming this was taken out of context. I don't really know what context this could be put in that would make it any different. Uh, That being said, I like the DC-Marvel rivalry. I think they are fans of each other's work. Um, I thought this was fine. It wasn't like he said, they're going to burn. It's going to crash and burn. He just said that he's a fan of the Marvel. He thinks that they've created the story. We haven't really created the DC world completely yet. I Somewhat agree. I think it's going to be great when we do.
0: Controversial? Uh, No, absolutely not. I mean, look, how could you take anything seriously when the guy is talking with a marmot on his head I mean he's, he's, <laughs> it's an amphibious he, road he's got a raccoon over his right shoulder and obviously he is working with the Marvel films of course he's going to have a little bit not a chip on his shoulder but he's obviously cocky Guardians of the Galaxy crushed it there's so. So there's
1: clearly a dig there yeah um I mean. however I agree that business for one company is good business for all if yeah. you know the more good comic book movies the better for everyone I love Guardians of the Galaxy yep. um and the fact is He's he's right I mean He could have said it A little bit more passively Like well I'm really hopeful But It's true. It's a big ambitious slate that Warner Brothers and DC have laid out. And you don't have the five or six movies to back it up. So with people chomping at the bit for more, there's a lot of pressure on Warner Brothers and DC right now. You
2: never know. It says, with DC, they haven't told the story yet. The next line could have been, but I'm really excited for when they do. He
1: did actually add later that he did say he is a fan of the characters and he's going to see them and he can't wait for them to be good. He never says in this quote, and I, I, troubles afoot, but the fact is we still don't have a Kevin Feige at WB. Nobody is addressing the fans like Kevin Feige has. Yeah. Nobody has come out and said, hey, guys, our inspiration are, is the great, rich mythology of these comics and that's what we're giving them to you. Nobody has addressed us yeah. via interviews or anywhere else. So please, talk to us! And
0: don't forget, Gun may yeah. have a little bit of an ego to where like, well, Guardians was amazing, I did amazing work, maybe they're going to use some of my ideas with Suicide Squad, that kind of thing. Because the stories, I mean, you have a group of people coming mm-hmm. together, a group of Misfits, so uh, he might see that on the slate and be like, all right, top that.
1: I, I <laughs> opened the biggest film of 2014 up to probably this weekend when um, *Hunger Games comes yeah. out. I'm going to have a little bit of an ego, too. Yeah. And you know what? It's well-deserved. Uh, moving on to the next item. Uh, this is a, an exciting bit. It's not a huge piece of news. But uh, Global News, a Canadian outlet, reported that Suicide Squad begins filming next year at Pinewood Studios in Toronto. Now the film will reportedly shoot from mid April of twenty fifteen until August, which gives it uh, a year of post production. Mm-hmm. And we had a show speaking of Brennan Drapeau's wonderful artwork, we Brennan. had to, we had to bring that one up again. Such so badass. So uh so yeah, so Guardians shooting at Pinewood Studios, not the one in England, but in Canada. And uh So I imagine we're gonna have to have a cast by early next year then. Oh, yeah. I would, I I think before. I think, I
0: think
2: it's going to be our Christmas present. I
1: do. I do. I'm
2: hoping so. Uh, Honestly, this wasn't shocking news, Toronto. Okay. A lot of people filming Toronto. I'm going to
1: keep screaming. We're going to keep using this podcast as a, as a, as a pedestal to rail against the gods to give us something. Give us some Christmas love.
2: If we talk to them, they will talk back. I think
1: so. I mean, I think Margot Robbie's probably a shoe in. Yeah. Um, but are you excited about the fact that it's going to start shooting? I mean, does that make it feel more tangible and real to you? I oh, mean,
2: absolutely. But it also makes me more anxious about it. You know, I, when I know they're shooting, I'm like, okay, leak something. Somebody steal something. Do oh, something. There'll gosh. be
0: plenty
1: leaked. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, think. look, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think that too much is leaked these days from the movies. Like, yeah. I still want to be surprised about the stuff. So even when I'm saying I want to know the cast, I do like, the, I, I, I have this sort of uh, romantic idea that they know exactly what they're doing and they're controlling how the information comes out and I really want to believe that that's the case are you
0: kidding me absolutely I think they know exactly I think that at this point they know who they want to cast it's just
1: a matter of strategically dropping these little or who is cast if they're shooting they have the cast cast yeah absolutely working
2: on contracts but yeah
1: yeah, maybe some finalizing some things. There have been rumors. I mean, like people flying uh, you know, off the rails about like, oh, the Joker shouldn't be even in it. We've already talked on, on this podcast before about the Joker could be in it in a number of different ways. You have no idea how they're going to use the characters until we see the film. On
2: that, though, I actually saw, you know, we were talking about Jared Leto being Joker potentially, but I saw tweets this week about uh maybe having Jake Gyllenhaal after seeing Nightcrawler. People were saying that he would do a really great job, and I started thinking about that. Um I actually think Tony Moore was the one who tweeted that and I thought that it was a really great idea. Yeah.
1: I think DC probably started those rumors to help uh edge the contracts with Leto, you know. So you got to be like, "Hey, if you don't want to sign with yeah. us, dude, we, we got someone we, else. we got Gyllenhaal Hall. <laughs> we got Jake or Maggie. We'll get them both. We'll make them Joker and Harley Quinn just to add an extra level of creepiness." I Joker don't know. And Joker's daughter, a little bit even creepier than that.
2: I don't know if I want to see Maggie <laughs> Gyllenhaal in another superhero movie. I don't know. Right.
0: I mean, plus you don't know how we are like you said, we don't know how we're going to use them. It, it could be something as just seeing the Joker's shadow, and we would all pop for that. Like, oh my god, that was amazing.
1: You're so Joker. right, you're so right. There, music, the, anything. The good thing with building a slate of movies over the next, uh you know, six years, is that, yeah, let's have some of these big names come in in really small parts mm-hmm. and just plant these little seeds uh, underneath the, the main story. Like, I love that kind of layered storytelling where we have a main plot, and we're also building to all these different yeah. stories. I think that's the way. Uh, some oh, other people yeah. were, were asking, you know, uh, are we gonna in, in, see the villains of the Justice League? In the Suicide Squad movie, probably some. I mean, when you have the advantage to have part of a film in an Arkham or a Blackgate, you're always going to see. You know, every time you walk past a prison cell, mm-hmm. you get a little, uh, little nugget there. Right. Yeah.
0: a lot of times, less is more. It's like we we're watching Man of Steel, and you know, you get to see like the Wayne Enterprises and like the Luther Corp and everything. Like, but you have to look for it, mm-hmm. and it's easy to miss. I love that kind of stuff. I love being able to watch back and be like, oh, okay. Like in the um, the Hulk movie, when you you. For a glimpse, you see Captain America falling in the avalanche. That is you like have to look so close. That's like it's the
1: impossible. magic eye with me. I've tried to see Captain America a thousand times, staring <laughs> at the thing. I'm like the dude in Mallrats, and I'm like, why can't I see
2: him?
0: It's You have to pause at the exact perfect moment, and it's almost
2: impossible. I get a shaky pause.
0: I behind. agree, though.
2: I think the Easter eggs are amazing that they drop for us, and the fact that we know where we're going makes it so much much easier to drop those hints. We have already seen what we're doing until 2020, yeah. so it's like, you know, know, if they have a destination, Which, then they're you'll I mean, be ready
1: to drive by that time yeah. if i'm not mis- not mistaken
2: haha Ha-ha-ha. okay so we're now you to be
0: a full grown adult
1: life. we're actually <laughs> legal, I mean, be legal. Um, we're legal <laughs> we're going to we're going to take it down a little bit folks we're going to we're going to get a little uh, thanksgiving is next week we're going to a little yes. sentimental we're going to bring it in we're going to show you something that's going to warm your cockles uh, if you have your heart, a, your heart. A, a human soul uh then this is going to be really touching. We debated about whether to show this cuz it's kind of heavy but it's awesome and it is the holiday season so we want to show I don't think everyone's seen
2: you. it. So no, it's um,
1: important for people to see. Filmmaker Brett Culp um, has been working on a documentary called Legends of the Night. Uh, it's finally out on DVD, uh, and I received the trailer in my inbox, you know, because like when you do like Comic-Con as press, they always send you a lot of things about like, you know, press kind of stuff. Um, and, and I had heard part of the story about like, you know, the Bat Kid and the San Diego and all that. Um, and I didn't really understand the full context of the film. And then I got to watch this trailer. And I was bawling like a baby. Um, so um, I'll take a minute and, uh, or three and take a look at this trailer for uh, Brendan Culp, Brett Culp's new film, Legends of the Night. You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring
0: news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood.
1: She told me immediately, you need to take Kai to the doctor. He's got leukemia. For the next six months, we were in the hospital, probably five months. He would identify himself to the nurses as Batman. (laughs) So he took that strength, that courage that Batman has, and he related it to himself.
0: When Bruce Wayne was a boy, he saw his parents murdered before his eyes. In the belief that one person can make a difference, Bruce Wayne became the Batman. He became a legend. I am driven by those impressions that I formed as a three-year-old, as a four-year-old. And that was watching Batman and reading Batman comic
1: books. He's able to take this tragedy and make it the source of his great power. This character is in the consciousness of so many people. Every kid who loved
0: Batman, they'll tell you the same thing. It was, he was human, that he had no superpowers every kid identified with him their stories but they had a power that was much greater than the four color inks that made up the story when we read his stories when we see him in the movies we see part of ourselves not only who we
1: are but who we could be And I'm just running, and the crowd just got so excited. They're just cheering, Batman, yeah, Batman. These children are fighting to get better. They're fighting for independence physically, and I think that they can see some of that in Batman. Uh, He lifted me up. So I originally thought he wanted it to be psychology of Batman. He says, no, 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 let's just call it Batman.
0: Going through this class, it gave me a big point of self-reflection on who I am and who I'm going to be. I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when I was two and a half. I I would dream that I would wake up with superpowers
2: one day, and when you realize that's not going to happen, you say, well, wait a second. Batman doesn't have any powers. He does it just fine.
0: Every single studio in Hollywood turned me down and said it was awful and said I was crazy. They said, Michael, you can't make serious comic book movies. It's not done.
2: I brought comic books into sessions and all these young people were so gravitated towards it. It helps people who aren't comfortable with therapy become comfortable with therapy. Kai's wish was to be in a Batman movie. There was no doubt in his mind that he was solving crime, that he was helping people, that he was making a difference.
0: A person very often will get to the point where they'll say, I've exhausted my potential. I can't do any more. There's nothing more I can do. But the lesson of the Batman to me as a kid was, you know what, you haven't even begun.
1: What would Batman do if he had cancer?
2: He would try to stand back up and fight it like I did.
1: Yeah, pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, visit the website www.wearebatman.com and you can, um, visit the iTunes store right there and download that film.
2: Yeah. You know, I think so unbelievable that when you're creating these characters, you don't realize the effects that they can actually have on somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Like their, their actual life, their real life. This is
1: a character that's 75 years old. You know, so clearly it's, uh, still at the forefront of the uh, cultural, you know, mainstream consciousness. Everybody is aware. And he's so well loved. The fact that you can take these fictional characters and apply them to better people's lives, especially people that, um, have great, uh, you know, challenges to overcome. And it's, it's just fascinating. I can't wait to see this film. Dennis O'Neill was in there, one of the pioneers of the Batman and comics. And it just yeah. looks spectacular.
0: I, I know for me, it really, it, it definitely hits home. I mean, I don't know if this audience knows, but I'm also a physical th- therapist and um, I'm one of the spokespeople for the Angel 34 Pediatric Cancer Foundation that started in my hometown in Pennsylvania, but I'm like trying to bring awareness to it on the West Coast. And so I've worked in, as a a PT, I've worked with cancer patients over the last 10 years and I've worked with a lot of kids. And so um, anything that can help kids get through or even adults get through tough situations in life, I mean, it just, it it really, I can't even...
2: You know, some people, they lean on religion, and then you hear people say, like, comic books are my religion. That's become a thing. Well, like you're saying, Johnny, anything that helps you get through something, Mm -hmm. I think that it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, look... I remember uh, – I used to be called Batman sometimes when I was just like a little chubby kid that was made fun of. But Batman feel me, made me feel better. Like the comics, that's like yeah. what I retreated to. That's like when I, – if I was like made fun of for anything, that's what got me through it. It was like those – kind. these heroes were my heroes. I believe they were – I used to believe that I, I would wake up with superpowers. I believed for a long time I had superpowers. I don't know that I don't believe that right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I it, love it. you know, and, and we take a lot of things for granted in our lives and when you,
0: you don't realize how tough it is to go through, uh, situations like that until you see it up close and, um, it really puts life in perspective. And so a video like this, if it could provide awareness, um, just to, just in the back of your mind, just to be able to, anything you can do to volunteer your time or your money or just be able to help any situation like that, uh, you know, it's, it's it's hugely helpful. And so that
1: was our right. um, sort of sappy, emotional Thanksgiving yes. holiday segment. We'll <laughs> move on to more upbeat things to talk about movies. Your questions. Uh, we apologize if that was a bummer to you. Then you have no soul. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do a, a lot of questions now from uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, wherever. We've compiled them. We've put them into an order. Um, hopefully we're going to get through them all. Roxy, yeah, why don't, don't you start them. us off? What do we got?
2: Okay. So this is from at movie buff with one, two, three, four, four O's. Um, Donovan Hunter. Donovan Hunter says, do you think we'll see a teaser for BVS with The Hobbit? So Batman vs. Superman, in The Hobbit. A
1: lot of people uh, responded with this. So we, we chose that one, but a lot of people reminded us after we were talking about this on last week's episode, I'd actually forgotten this item of news, that uh, IMAX had inadvertently tweeted uh, something about another reason to go see The Hobbit was because this. Other people, they tried to retract and say, no, 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 IMAX was confused. They were looking at another website. The tweet
2: it, got pulled
0: really it's, fast. It's really fast. It's a very strange ad. Be like, oh, yeah, this movie, it's cool and all, but go just to see a 90-second trailer.
1: So so, what do you think? What do they said another reason. They said another reason. Right. But but what do you think of that? Do you think it's true? And if it is true or not true, what are your thoughts on it?
0: I would say it's true. I mean, they wouldn't tweet something out and retract it right away uh, without... Even though it, being, was, it was a few months ago at this point. There's, there, there, there was smoke, there's fire. Okay. I mean, what better
1: movie, really, to throw a trailer like that out? You'll find no argument from me.
0: A lot of people that like The Hobbit clearly are into this stuff, too. So. Yeah,
2: I'm thinking I'm going to be really disappointed if I go see The Hobbit and there isn't a teaser.
1: Okay, so after thinking about this, I and I even responded to some people on Twitter, I totally was in the camp that we are definitely going to see something. And let it be just that, that quick teaser from Comic-Con. But here's something that kind of came out today and yesterday, is that there are strong rumors that during that same Hobbit film, that Disney is going to debut the teaser for Star Wars The Force Awakens Episode 7. Now, if that's true, what are the odds that you would get a teaser for both of these films before The Hobbit, and then, wouldn't WB, that is putting out The Hobbit movie, be really pissed at Disney yeah. for stealing their thunder right. and making it about Star Wars too? So now, now Warner Brothers DC doesn't just have to, like, you know, beat Marvel for news, but now they got, like, Star Wars coming on one side, and DC coming on the other. Warner Brothers is like, Harry Potter, get over here. I need backup. Well, my question is... How does that work? Would they get into a bidding war, or would they just... No, I mean, it's it's Warner Brothers film, so I, I don't know that, that one film company can necessarily... Have a
2: monopoly on... ...can
1: stop them from attaching a trailer. I don't know how that works. I just think it would be really funny. It kind of reminds me of when Batman v. Superman was opening at the same time as Captain America 3. Mm. So what do you do? I, I don't know. There <laughs> Have are the best s- day of previews of all time.
2: There are so many places to drop a preview that I just think it's completely unnecessary to drop both of them in the same place.
1: Does it make it just awesome or does it take away from one? Does Star Wars then... Who trumps? Let's Uh, be honest, though. Most people are going to see both anyway.
2: True. Oh, it's not that most people won't see both. I just think that they're so exciting. I'd rather spread out my good news through the weeks.
1: I agree. but Here's my problem. If I go to IMAX theater, December 19th, and I see the Star Wars trailer... I'm freaking out. Yeah. Then if I see the Batman V Superman, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Then, I don't know that I could sit through a three-hour Hobbit movie. I'm like so disinterested in that point. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, So what's going to happen? I thought I had an answer. Now, I'll, I want I want you guys to know. I want you to tell us what you think. Is it going to be Star Wars? Is it going to be Batman V Superman before the Hobbit? Is it going to be Gem and the Holograms? What do you think is going to happen? I want to know. And We're going think- to need a much bigger popcorn bucket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for reminding us also because you guys are. The the best fans of all time so letting us know we talked about the Super Bowl we talked about Comic Con but you guys were right and I, we had forgotten about it so thank you mm-hmm. okay next mov- question moving on to at Tra- straight Snuggle. Straight Snuggle. Straight, straight Snuggle. <laughs> STR8 Snuggle. Which Laquasto and I are known to do when it gets cold. <laughs> that's right. Why am I never invited? Which movie has more pressure to succeed? Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad? Uh, Which movie has more pressure to succeed?
0: Laquasto! Oh, that's easy. Come on, man. Batman v Superman. It's the leadoff hitter. Oh. Well, technically, Man of Steel was the leadoff hitter, but Batman v Superman's coming before Suicide Squad. Oh, wow. I gave
1: Batman. you your Amanda Waller. No. I know you're a big fan. What's
0: up, girl? She got some thick legs. Um, (laughs) Batman vs. Superman has to be the one with more pressure because if if you start off amazing people are going to be that much more pumped for Suicide Squad. If Batman vs. Superman lays somewhat of an egg that many people think Man of Steel did then you're really just kind of trudging through till you get to the Suicide Squad.
2: I completely agree. Also, it's the first time in a live action we're seeing Batman and Superman on screen together, so yep. that's massive. Also, yep. we're getting introduced to Batman in this universe, so that's massive. Mm-hmm. Also, people are so hesitant about DC right now for some reason that this is the movie that's going to prove yep. whether this
0: universe is going to work for us. And Batman and Superman, those are the cornerstones... Of DC Of
1: course This is the movie This movie is so huge It's gonna do a billion dollars No matter what It could be the world's First billion dollar flop In that It could make its money And if people aren't Happy with it And they lose faith For the rest of the slate They got a real problem On their hands Right So everyone's gonna see Batman v Superman It's critic proof Whatever But if the movie's not great, are they going to line up to come to the next thing? The reason people came to Guardians of the Galaxy is because Marvel, the brand, became it. the star. Yeah, they Exactly. It. People yeah. were like, I don't know these things, but I didn't really know Iron Man either. I just mm-hmm. like these movies.
2: And then word of yeah. mouth, because it was so good, that's when right. it, became- it's like exactly. it became... Exactly. All right, so... I so- don't
0: what new flavor Ben & Jerry's has. I'm eating it. It's, it's very similar to the Marvel. Really? You're you a big already ben trust them. You know it's going to be great. Is there a new flavor? No, I have no idea.
1: Okay. Just, I'm eating it, though. Here's a comparable. good question. What would the Batman v. Superman Ben & Jerry's flavor be? Jesus.
2: Definitely gotta be some sort of No, no, just think about road. that. Think about it
1: of the week. Let us know. I and we know, you know, I do a little cooking. We will uh if we if we get a really good Batman v Superman ice cream flavor, let's not call it Ben and Jerry's, we'll make it. We'll make it. You, you can it make here, Ice guys. cream? Absolutely. And sausage. I you can make You're
2: anything. a lot of talk right now. I can make it Okay, moving on. <laughs> so this is from Brian Fernandez and his Twitter handle is at BRFernandez07. That's right says which movie from the DC slate will be second in line to gross at least 250 mil or higher behind Batman v. Superman? Mm -hmm. Adam,
1: go. Okay. Now here's a, I brought in some uh, 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 statistics about movies, uh, you know, DC movies, what they've grossed uh So the first one to gross domestically two hundred and fifty million dollars was the nineteen eighty nine Batman film. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel grossed two hundred ninety one million dollars in the U S. It cost two hundred twenty five million to make. Worldwide, uh, Man Man of Steel made six hundred and sixty eight million dollars. I
2: love you hitting us with the stats. Yeah. So.
1: Um, the Dark Knight just by comparison made 450 million dollars Batman Begins made uh, 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 206 million domestic so the the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy kind of kept going up and up uh, Dark Knight Rises made a little bit less Dark Knight Rises was 448 excuse me and the Dark Knight was 534 million yeah. domestic that was a billion dollars worldwide my point in all this is um, after Batman v Superman it pretty much has to be Suicide Squad yeah. you know 250000000 million we're at the point right now where, is anything less than that will be a failure for this yeah, film
0: I was going to say I like Brian's question but it's entirely
1: possible every single movie is going to top 250 it's got to yeah,
2: I completely agree because
1: we, we were talking about the idea that Suicide Squad was going to be a smaller budget film it doesn't sound like it yeah
2: I'm, I'm with you guys I mean if you think about we keep comparing it to Guardians of the Galaxy which I think opening weekend was like 80 mil or something and so yes. just opening weekend this is going to it was be in the so 90s because I know Cap was around the 90s so and- this is going to I gotta think it's gonna hit 70 mil open weekend, sixty five maybe. Oh, which
1: one, I, Batman? Which one are you um, talking about? I'm talking about Suicide oh, Squad. Suicide I think Squad, Suicide
2: yeah. Squad is going to be. I think every yeah. single one, like you're saying, is going to hit there, but especially
1: Justice League. That's a guarantee. This ties to the previous question about where the pressure is because this is just like when you put in a show, and you put a new program on TV, and you put it like right behind Seinfeld because yeah. you want it to have that really strong lead in. Um, that's what's happening here. Like if things go right, if they make a great Batman v Superman, people are going to come. This should, it could be a hundred million opening weekend movie they're trying to get uh, 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 an A-list cast if they get the right cast and they make a great film um, yeah so and, I think it will be Suicide and Squad
0: and I do think the success of Guardians of the Galaxy is only going to help Suicide Squad not that they're similar but when you have um, an ensemble cast like that and plus the name Suicide Squad sounds awesome guys
2: I call on JTE I call on him I he's just he's waving say at us.
0: One thing, real quick: if the rumor that the Joker is in Suicide Squad, it's going to break bank
1: because yeah. people yeah. want to see the Joker. That is right. such a good point. JTE yeah. brings up a good point. A lot of us comic book nerds out there are like, "What is the Joker doing in the Suicide Squad? We don't need him." But he's right. Just knowing, even that if the it's presence, just a cameo, even the presence of yeah. the Joker in there is going to bring out all the people. JTE Jatorel. Yes. The wisdom from back there. For a Nothing story. but net. Got it. Awesome. So well said. All
2: right, moving on. Okay. So Carl fur sorry I'm butchering these, at, at Sometimes Groot. That's Ooh, cool. why we gave like you this that. job. <laughs> you guys are bullies. Wants to know, after the first Justice League movie, will we see the rest of the standalone superhero films be origin stories?
0: Mm. Starting with Johnny. I say absolutely. I like stories being told to me from the beginning. Um, I understand if some people don't, but I really enjoy films that kind of say, okay, this is why you're going to want to invest in the rest of this film.
1: That's what I'm into. Okay. Uh, I think that, um, I think in some cases, yes. In most cases, yes. And I think in some cases, no. I like the idea of like, maybe we pick up in the Justice League and we're in a common timeline. And then when you go into the origin films, it breaks off into different Timelines, such as what we've heard with the Wonder Woman, like I want to see Wonder Woman in the present. I don't want to have to get her origin before I see her, um, you know, up to speed. So I kind of mm-hmm. like, even though I'm not a huge prequel person, telling an early adventure of this character actually could be a great story. Yeah,
2: especially for the Flash, Aquaman, people that we haven't seen in the live action world. Never
1: seen him in a movie,
2: right? We have to no. go with the origin stories. I don't think that they're going to do Batman as no. origin Definitely story, not. No. especially considering we know that it was leaked that in Batman. V. Superman, they showed his parents the passing of his parents. They're not going to re-show that. So, I think some of them will be, some of them won't be.
1: Yeah, Cyborg, I think you're going to get Cyborg's origin, but you might get Cyborg's to. origin in Batman v Superman. Maybe. So, we know that Victor Stone is, uh, is a student, whether he's going to be a scientist, however they're going to play this character, he's going to, at some point... Get into an accident. Right. He's going to become cyborg, uh, and then you know he's going to have his own adventure. So his story is so interesting, though. Like we got, we want to see that. We, and, but you I think I mean? we will, though. I mean, yeah. I think we will. Um, it's just a question of will they. Show him as already being cyborg in Batman v Superman, which seems highly unlikely. Mm. So then you either show, maybe, maybe he's just Victor Stone in uh, Batman v Superman, maybe there's no cyborg, and maybe cyborg's in the Justice League, and then we go back and tell his origin. Mm-hmm. Well, what if, what if it sets up, maybe the accident happens at some point during Batman v Superman, That's we don't, what don't I see think. the
0: outcome of that accident, and then mm-hmm. it leads into
1: Suicide Squad, well, or whatever. You just made me think, what if it already happened during Man of Steel?
2: What, what do you mean it already happened? Throws the pen. We've seen the mic, What the hell are you talking out? about?
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of destruction in Man of Steel. We weren't um, in every corner of what was going on during Man of Steel. You don't know that. What if we flashed during the timeline, and that's happening then? That's true. That whole city got completely
2: what if we go back to
0: then?
1: decimated in Man of Steel.
2: Why does JTE disagree?
1: JTE,
0: what do you have to say <laughs> on this? Please. I just think that theory is ridiculous.
2: What? <laughs> they're not, not going
1: to just throw that in there. It's going to be... They're gonna focus on it entirely. They're not just gonna be
0: like, oh, he was in a building that crashed.
1: No, 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 no. They could take us in. They could show us the story, but it just might show. Just think about it. Timeline If they're, if they're showing you timeline wise, and you see, like, outside the lab, they're trying to batten down the hatches. We have very, uh, sensitive experiments that, like, you combustible know. Combustible elements. Combustible yeah. elements. Like, things are about to go red. It's about to be like the China syndrome. And then, like, you see, you know, Zod and Superman fighting in the background. He's he's cameoed to be in the new Batman v. Superman. Right, I'm saying that scene happens in Batman v Superman. Yeah. As a oh, flashback. Like Peter okay. Griffin and the chicken fighting. Because, because I, I, I thought you were bringing it back to Man of Steel. You well, know. I was, but the events of Man of Steel are clearly going to be playing into Batman v the Superman. Timeline the versus... destruction of Metropolis is going to be a major factor in moving the events forward. Yeah, it could be. This <laughs> is going to be the events. I believe that the destruction of Metropolis and Man of Steel is what's going to cause, you know, Batman to v Superman.
2: Okay, we have so many amazing questions. Okay, make, on. Let's move on. We're switching <laughs> over to YouTube mm-hmm. from Simon B.T., who wants to know who wins a fight in New 52 world, also the movie world, mm-hmm. Superman or Wonder Woman? Roxy, go. Ah, uh, guys, I'm a woman lover. I'm saying Wonder <laughs> Woman. Here's why. I mean, we're, all, here, we're all women. Here, look at that picture. Here's why I'm saying Wonder Woman. Oh, I think that Superman has uh, proven himself to be a little naive in some ways. And in New 52, we know that they're lovers. And I think that that could get to his head. And all she needs is some kryptonite. And he is kaboom.
1: And we all know women do have superior intellect.
2: Yes, it's this. very true. So, what do you
1: think? What do you, I was I was really interested in, in LaQuasto's period because he has a lot of uh, wrestling background, and you know how yeah. how fights happen and that kind of the legend and rivalries right. and power sets. So, I want to know, like, from a wrestling point of view, what do you think of this battle? To follow up Roxy's point, the edge in ring psychology,
0: if you will, absolutely <laughs> goes to Wonder Woman. What? Absol- I'm not Woo! saying she's going to win the fight. But she absolutely has the ring psychology advantage over Superman. Like you said, if they are in somewhat of a relationship, she's already on top. The woman always is thinking way ahead of the guy, and they can always think, you know, just completely in different avenues than the guy that? can. you hear that?
2: The woman's always on top.
0: <laughs> we're going to let that
1: moment drop Not for a second. Not necessarily always, but you get
0: what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't want to choose a winner here. I'm just saying if we're going from a wrestling perspective, um, right from the top, the mental edge is going to have to be
1: Wonder Woman. All right. Well, look, I think and she's clearly doing uh, a lot of squats. I think He's ultimately, this. I think ultimately Superman is way more powerful. Yes. But I think a good point is that um, Wonder Woman in this mythology is going to be the daughter of Zeus. She's a, a Greek goddess. She's a demigod. And she's also been trained as a warrior princess. So even though we're still at the beginning of Superman's mythology here, even, you know, with all his skills, you got to think at hand to hand combat. Wonder Woman's got to be a much better
0: fighter. And, and what if she's fighting sad, angry Superman like in Superman three? It's over.
2: To play devil's advocate for a second though, <laughs>
1: drunk Superman. Just
2: to, to play devil's advocate, when we saw pictures of Gal, a lot of people were saying, "When's she gonna beef up? We want to see her beef up." And I don't think she's that kind of Wonder Woman. And we know that Henry is that kind of Superman. Right? Oh my god! It's body. true.
1: It's true. It's true. His body's incredible. Damn it! Let's get it talk. again. Let's not. I don't know how I walked right into that one, but I, but look, she's she's a demigod, and I think like with gods, I think even if you got kind of like a beer gut and you're out of shape, you're like, but I'm still a god. Although, but then I think of that Hercules sketch on Saturday Night Live when like Steve Reeves was the out of shape Hercules and was like, I cannot lift that rock; it is too big. If I had some <laughs> right. training, but um, no. So I hope that answers your question.
2: Okay, great. Moving on to. Kristen, Chris John, Chris John lowton Louten, Thank you. Wants to know also who do you guys want to play Green Lantern and which Green Lantern?
0: All
1: this right, this is confusing. Okay, so, this is a really complicated issue, guys. Uh, I don't have now, an actor chosen. Uh, Look at how many different versions. I mean, this isn't even like 5% of the people that can be called a Green Lantern. They did a, an origin story in the first film. The Green Lantern is an intergalactic police force that basically, yeah. you know, polices the galaxy. So you have some assigned to Earth. You have some assigned to different parts of the galaxy. You can go a lot of different ways. Fox. I
2: think it's complicated, but I think it's a no-brainer who I want as the Green Lantern, which Oof. is John Stewart. Mm-hmm. I think that it's awesome. What? He's got a really cool background. The Daily
0: Show John Stewart. Different no,
2: no, no, John Stewart, not, not, the, oh, it's like not the actor, minute. not the actor. This Different is the character No, 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 to not who I want comparison. to play. That character wow. that I want in there. It's more because confusing because
1: a... the Daily Show guy is actually a Red Lantern as well, right. so it makes it more confusing. But, <laughs> but okay. a Green Lantern, we're talking. What about.
2: What I like about John Stewart is his background. You know, he had this rough childhood. He's kind of from the streets, and he doesn't take crap from anyone. I would love to see him on film. I definitely don't want to see Hal Jordan after the. The awful thing that we won't even discuss right now with Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I want to see Jon yeah. Stewart. I think it's great.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know who I want to play him listen, though. Listen, I will tell you this. Uh, as as much maligned as it is, and I don't know why Martin Campbell's film was so bad, The Green Lantern, because you had the guy who directed like Casino Royale, you had Ryan Reynolds, who was really, a really good actor. Like, the film should have been awesome. There are parts of this movie, I will argue with anyone, that are great. The Abin Sur stuff, the origin, like the guy that went down in the ship and gave him the lantern. That looked so great. It, the, the effects on that, that that moment was great. Uh, the Kilowog stuff, Michael Clark, Duncan's, Michael Clark Duncan's character, that training stuff, some of those beats were really good. Overall, um, it was a mess, and it was not a great film. It, it was, was a bad a mess. film. Um, yes, you can find light. But it makes me think that you can't do a green lantern origin story again you can't take everybody back to oa and like have them go through all that again so here's what i propose this okay. is what i want to see i've heard this theory uh proposed before it's not my idea but man i want to see this movie you do a green and jator out feel free to chime in on this you do a green lantern buddy cop film okay right one no. of them is john stewart and one of them could be um guy gardner Who's kind of like the douchiest Green Lantern of all the time, with like a really weird bowl haircut, and you do this like you know really kind of mismatched buddy cop film, or mm. you can go Alan Scott, who's the original Green Lantern, who in the New Fifty Two is a gay Green Lantern. He's a, he's an out uh, homosexual male Green Lantern, which would be kind of interesting. Yeah. And if you did it as a buddy cop film, you don't make it all about that, but maybe you make one of these Green Lanterns is also happens to be a gay male, and and then it kind of like lessens the blow, and you're not like putting your whole franchise based on a really risky property. This is starting to sound like Police Academy 11, is what it's no.
0: starting sound a little bit I'm like. just
2: worried about that. I mean, we already are talking about how we have so many characters. We're not seeing Green Lantern until 2020. That's mm-hmm. not so true. We're, so we're, so we're we're always, no, we'll no, see Green no, Lantern in Justice no, no, League. No, no, I'm saying we're not seeing the movie. The movie, the right. movie. so we're going to actually have to see these actors in the Justice League. Are we going to mm. see both of them then? Right. Are they only going to have one in there, and then he you ends up up? You could see the core. Up?
1: I mean, if if the threat in Justice League is intergalactic, you could see uh, many members of the core. You don't got to just see one Green Lantern. You don't
2: think that's going to be confusing for Justice League us to have two Green yeah. Lanterns? So. There could
1: be a hundred Green Lanterns. You could see um, Dark Side take out a whole squadron of lanterns, and that's like you know what 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 uh, establishes a threat of a more intergalactic proportion than like wiping out many lanterns. I, I yeah. think by twenty twenty, people would have
0: long. Thankfully, forgotten about the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern film. Mm-hmm. I don't think they
1: necessarily have to worry about kind of tiptoeing around that. So, one.
2: you want to see Hal Jordan again then? I'd be okay with it. Okay.
1: Well, look, Hal Jordan was the guy I grew up with. It was, you know, like super friends. You always think it is that you're straight up first Green Lantern. I think, I think let's move on. I think Jon Stewart was so popular yeah. in the animated series that it's a great character. And I think whatever actors you're looking at to play Luke Cage, Power Man for Netflix, I think. That that number one guy DC should steal him.
2: Well, who are you thinking? Do you have any idea? I don't have
1: the names. I, I have these names on the tip of my tongue. I was looking at some of the actors. There's one of the guys we're looking at, uh, Michael Chertz or something like that. I, I can't remember the name. Okay, but this come back guy next was week like day. he had the he had the Van Dyke. He was bald, black, huge guy, and it, I mean for, I got for John's. His name. Well, you got the name Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. J T. Look at this guy, Mike Coulter. If he doesn't look like John Stewart, like I, I don't want to be a bandwagon by be like, oh, it should be Idris Elba because he should play every role. But you need a guy that's got weight that has real acting chops to play a John Stewart, and I think that's the character we want to see. Okay, Let's we're moving on. on. I want to talk Aquaman. Yep. Okay. All right,
2: great. So Chris Sanchez at Avatar Jedi wants yeah. to know: You think they'll there go? He is.
0: There he is. It's a handsome you th- man.
2: You think they'll go the new fifty-two route with Aquaman, or will he already be king?
1: Okay. Um, well, uh, we know Aquaman's going to be in Batman v Superman. Right. Um, so here's one way you could go with this. And this is how I was kind of thinking that that he is already king in Batman v Superman. And then maybe for his origin story, we take it back. And by the way, I don't know if we've really talked about I know you and I are kind of on the same page. Favorite piece of casting, possibly? Um, Yes,
2: I think it's absolutely the best. I think he's unbelievable.
1: Since Game of Thrones, I wanted this guy to break out so bad. He's so great.
2: He's just fire.
1: And they put him in that... God-awful Conan movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did not He did not crush his enemies, see them driven before you, and listen to the lamentations of their women. There was none of that good stuff.
2: Right, but to answer this specific question, so I think that we are trying to uh, incorporate the New 52 because everybody's loving New 52, so yeah. they're trying to go there with it. But he looks like a king. The, after the casting i'm like he already looks like he's badass and is a king so i don't know i think it's complicated maybe I mean, we see in some of the films him trying to become the king and um having atlantis need him to be king whatever it is i
0: think we're going to get a good indication in batman versus superman which way aquaman's going to go depending on how he makes his appearance that can give us a little bit of a clue cuz obviously i think whatever appearance he makes in batman versus superman that's going to be a pivotal moment in the Aquaman movie. So we could have an origin story up until that pivotal moment happens at Batman vs. Superman, then the story progresses from there.
1: It's true. There were rumors that Aquaman was involved somehow in saving that younger Clark. Yeah. You know, but but that's all just rumor mongering. We don't know. We could we also sh- very, we, we could very see, um, we could very easily see a younger Arthur Curry played by Jason Momoa and, and he's sort of Aquaman-ish, but he's not the king of Atlantis yet. By
2: the time we get to Justice League, though, he has to be king, right? Yeah he has to have his full probably
1: i don't know that he needs to be king i mean like look we, we were going on the journey with these characters he still has his powers he doesn't necessarily need to be king. if he's already king it kind of gives you nowhere to go dramatically that's the problem with that. Right. Is if he's already uh, you know the ruler of everything it kind of makes it too too pat also you know there's a lot of similarities obviously with the character namor you know they were both kind of like from around the same time i'm not even sure who's first Who was first, Namor or Aquaman? They both go back to like the 30s and 40s. I say give me origin or give me death. Okay, fair enough, fair enough.
2: Okay, moving on from... <laughs> at You're so good reading these names, by the way. <laughs> at, it's an odd name. At Sutuporty. I'm so sorry. I do it on the Schmo Show, too. I Sweet butcher names. Sutuporty. Okay, so they want to know. I'm excited to talk about this one. Should the cyborg be the new 52 one created during Dark Side Attack or maybe be a Dark X member of Teen Titans?
1: Mm, go! go go teen titans um well okay uh, here's the thing with the new 52 in general i will admit i'm starting to read more of the new 52 i i haven't read a ton of it up till now and i see why people are kind of like uh, a little uh, uh, 50/50 on it it feels like and it really is clearly something that warner brothers established just so people are familiar with where the cinematic universe is going to go right. mm. so it really i think it's safe to say that what you see in the new 52 is a fair Blueprint. I mean, Jeff Johns is the creative of the chief creative officer for the comics and the movies. So clearly they're trying to make a through line. So all the young people and everybody collecting the toys, reading the comic books, watching the movies, mm-hmm. it all feels like the same world.
0: I, I love the cyborg story about how you know he's a football star, his dad never goes to his games, he's too busy being a scientist, and then he goes to complain to his dad. Next thing you know, big explosion, everyone dies except for the dad and his son. He has to rebuild him. Right. I really it's 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 gonna be really but, intense. But
1: the question is whether, like, he kind of just said, I'm gonna use this alien technology and that automatically rebuilds you, or if like the dad has to use like cybernetic parts that he was working on and really build them that way, more yeah. of like a Robocop origin. Yeah. One is more well, of like a, a dark side magic kind of alien thing. Well not I think that rule.
2: we're gonna see uh dark side as the big bad for Justice League in this. I mean there's nobody the first one or the
1: second one?
2: I think maybe the second one. I don't mm-hmm. think we're gonna get there in the first one because I do think that there's nothing that can top it. You know, he's like the biggest, baddest. So if they're going to go that route, introducing him earlier and having something with Cyborg um, and him, I think, is going to make sense. Although it
1: could be a race to the finish to, to see who really gets to be on screen first, Thanos or Dark Side, yeah. because they're really similar characters, uh-huh. and that could be oof, that's a t- tricky situation. Like maybe oh, we, be, we could see them fighting in the background. <laughs> they they're, should be fighting. They're, they're be- building
2: up the anticipation. That's what they're doing right now. We're, um, we're excited for no, it. I can't
0: wait for you to say this next name. Go ahead, Roxy.
2: All right, to <laughs> Faizal. Nailed it. <laughs> At Faz seven eight six. I love you. I'm sorry. Faisal.
1: Shahid, Thank think. you,
2: thank you. With the New Line Cinema producing Shazam and James Wan signing a deal with New Line, do you think James Wan could direct Shazam?
1: Um, I say it depends. Uh, you say it depends. Well, <laughs> way to take a stand. Just, well, no, just, <laughs>
0: look, you gotta look at James Wan's background. The guy's background is largely in horror. Mm-hmm. He's had his hand in a lot of the Saw movies and actually is gonna be in charge of Saw 8. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because I'm I admit it. Even even though Saw jumped the shark five years ago, I'm still a fan of Me Saw. Too. I Me will see too. it. But he's done the conjuring, Annabelle, uh Insidious.
1: That's Well, well he dark... didn't direct uh uh Annabelle, he no, did you... the conjuring and he's doing conjuring. Right, part but two. that's a horror movie. He's
2: a background. writer,
1: director. So yeah.
0: If they want Shazam to be a darker movie, then it makes sense. But if they want it to be more like comic booky, I don't know if he's a exactly But he also did the
1: uh Fast and the Furious movie with uh with The Rock. And I think that's where no, that's a lot true. of this, uh, the rumor comes from is like, he's worked with The Rock. New Line wants mm-hmm. to sign him for this major contract. If they want, they want him to do this, they want him to do The Conjuring too. And then they'll, what's this big project? Why are they trying to sign him? Right. And when, when this, for New Line, that's, yeah, New Line has kind of made a thing in, in horror, but like, this would be a huge, huge property. That's
2: my question. If it isn't for this, then what is it for? Yeah, so I, I could see it happening. I'm, I'm not saying he's a shoe in. We don't know enough. We, we talked about last week with The Rock talking about Shazam. We don't know what's going to go on in the movie. So, like you're saying, Johnny, if it is darker, it's one way, but imagine if this is some light thing that you don't want to see it's, then... it's not that
1: it's okay and this is the thing is it's not that I don't want to see humor and different tonality with Shazam it's just that I want to see whatever world it establishes that it sticks to the rules of that world and that's it that's all it means it just means like you come up with a with a with a thematic tone and you and you're loyal to it that's what Marvel does well with like you know Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy are very different tonally but they are true to their tone yep. and that's all I want Shazam to be and I also this week and I could change next week I believe that Shazam is gonna be in the DCU because I still I can't believe that you announced Rock this early and don't use him true and I believe, and you—you you really tricked me. No, you convinced me mm. with the swerving and all the wrestling talk. I think that he's smart. I think that's the way to go. I think, I mean, and I does. do think it will be James Wan. No. I, I'm saying, I'm putting my foot down. I think it's going to be. The Rock tricked. is a very persuasive man. He knows exactly what he's doing, and just about
0: anything he does, he's literally. And so for him to throw a swerve, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And so I'm just saying, going back to the pro wrestling thing, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that.
2: How many more do I have time for?
0: Um, uh, one or two.
1: We got about five more minutes,
2: Don't but forget, now
0: right. plenty more next week. So that's yeah. right. We
1: have. We we have lots of show. Uh, next week, by the way, it is Thanksgiving, so I think we might see a different style show. We might do another kind of like Marvel, DC crossover kind of mm-hmm. thing. We might not all be here. We might do like uh, an hour where we talk about our favorite like Marvel related films of all time and then on the DC show we might talk about some of our favorite uh, DC related movies of all time Kind I'll of be the here movies in spirit you'll we, be here in spirit are putting
0: it up Thanksgiving morning Wednesday night probably yeah it'll probably
1: go out uh, Third, uh, Wednesday night uh, the kind of movies that would be good to uh, watch along the holidays so tweet us some of your favorite all time comic book holiday ish kind of films and our hashtag, Facebook page guys Facebook page click like
2: hashtag DC movie news always uh, okay great um, I'm gonna skip over then to YouTube to get somebody we haven't heard from yet, okay. which is Eric Slabby, who mm-hmm. wants to... Oh, Slabby, Slabby. wants Slabby. to Slabby. Okay. Um, wants to know, two quick questions. If you could be any DC character, good or bad, who would you be? And is there any DC movie that DC could announce that you wouldn't be super excited for? You had to ask the question I didn't even see.
1: Oh. Damn it. I did, well, I, I did highlight the other one. That's okay.
2: Here's the thing, though. Uh, you you can answer this. If you could be any DC character, who would you be? I mean... Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. I know yours. Is
1: what a Super Batman. Mario Batman? Oh, I thought you're. No, definitely not. Really,
2: that, Batman would be mine. That sounded like the Super
1: Mario. I mean, uh, Batman's brothers. awesome, but no,
2: no, no. a little
1: bit. <laughs> I gotta go. Super obvious. I gotta go. Superman. Like, who wouldn't want to have Superman's powers? I'd
2: rather be Batman. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to have two dead parents and just be like the most lonely guy in the world? Oh, don't, don't forget. Well,
1: Superman's still got two dead parents. Okay, <laughs> so we're true. gonna start
0: there. Don't forget, Batman's why she got into this whole thing. So she loves Batman. Uh, look, Bat- no, I
2: love Flash.
0: Batman is my all time. Favorite character you, you said of Batman's all time. Dying is what got you into it. But,
2: oh yeah, you mean back in the day, my favorite yeah, yeah. DC moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I love Batman. I think that he's awesome. I think that a lot of these characters are awesome. So
1: okay, so I'm saying Superman. It's super obvious, but come on, flying, all those powers. Mm-hmm. Batman, mm-hmm. waste. Um, What's well, uh, just go training? Just go to the Himalayas and start training. You don't need to waste your wish on, on that. What do you say, I'm, I'm being awkward. Yeah, I'm judging you. I'm
0: Aquaman. I love the beach, man. Nice. See, that's mm-hmm. a good one. You can go talk to the. I'm not gonna be honorary Aquaman. I'm gonna be like cool Aquaman. Like if I come out of the water, we'll. Are, grab you,
1: a- are you? I'm gonna do it again. Are you built like Momoa? Oh, dude, so dude.
2: good. Would
1: Why you hang? You would I you resist- hang out with me, dude? I don't, don't want to show up. Guys, what about the second
2: part of the question? Is there any DC movie that DC could announce that you wouldn't be super excited for? I think the answer is no. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> I think I'd be excited no matter what they say. No,
1: I'm sure there are some Swamping. like. No, I'd be very excited. I was going to say something like, "Oh, Hawk and Dove," but no, Hawk and Dove would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if there was, if they announced a uh, Green Lantern two starring Ryan Reynolds, GCPD. And Blake
2: okay, uh, okay, we're moving on. Do we have time for one I think more? That's
0: done. We're done. Yeah, no, no, what? Are
2: yes. Done? All right, let's
1: uh, let's wrap it up. We have so some many more,
2: more questions. We'll
0: keep rolling
1: yeah yeah we have uh, other questions we'll get to in future weeks guys Thank <laughs> but you. keep
2: the questions coming keep yes. them
1: coming thanks for being so patient thanks for hanging out with us we hope you like the show um, all that good stuff uh, we'll see you next time on our special Thanksgiving episode once again my name is Adam Gertler you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Gertler
2: I'm Roxy Stryer you can find me at Roxy Stryer Johnny Laquasto at J
1: Quasto alright we'll see you next time From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect
0: the views of its owners or principals.